Welcome everybody. Today we have Graham Sare. Um, he'll correct me later if I did that wrong, but uh, awesome dude. Uh, just fun and ready to chat with him. Uh, you know, I don't want to like ramble on too much. Tell everyone about yourself. <laughs> well, hi everyone. Um, as as Josh said, there. My name is Graham. Um, I uh, I work at a work on own a company called uh, pixeltrue.com and uh, we are a, a full service design company um so that's that's the main one of the main things i, I do uh with with my time etc um own uh, own a couple other websites as well um run and operate those too but the the main one is uh is pixel true so it, it keeps us busy for sure i was looking at your website before hopping on and i was just the the caliber of what you offer. I'm like, wow, that's tremendous value for the price. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's uh, that's, that's what we try and do for sure. Um, it's always a, it's always a careful balance um, with trying to price offerings, et cetera. It's, it's, it's always a challenge, but uh, I think we've, we've met a pretty good little sweet spot for it, but thank you for checking out the website and things. Yeah. We, we've certainly had a, Many, many compliments on the overall design of it, which is, uh, it's always, always nice. Always nice it, to hear. It's very slick, clean. It's like weird to say it's very modern compared to most websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, we have to be a little different being a design company, you know, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta do something uh, <laughs> for sure. So uh, like you, yeah, I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. I would say if I went into a normal, like uh, WordPress basic outline, it's like, do you really yeah. design though? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Do they really know what they're doing? Yeah. Um, so tell us a little about yourself, like your up and coming story, what led to this point and all that. Backstory wise, um, I uh, I was originally um, sort of career wise, I was in the finance industry um, and okay. uh, ended up working for one of the uh, largest uh, mortgage, private mortgage groups um, within uh, Canada here, and uh, did that for quite some time. And just working long hours uh, put a lot of pressure on myself, I suppose. And uh, just realized it's not really, not really something that I was wanting to continue doing. Just with the amount of time and effort um, involved, and, and wanted to jump out and uh, start my own business, uh, etc. So. Um, started uh, buying a couple websites, uh, running and operating those, and then um, came around on to, to Pixel True uh, a little over a year ago and uh, been doing that ever since. So what were some of the websites uh, that you started before you got to this? Uh, just uh, a few content sites. Um, there was a, a, uh, it was a computer uh, gaming uh, website, uh, how to how to build and construct uh, computers, okay. uh, with different price points, helping people. Um, yeah, cons- mainly the content was around constructing uh, gaming computers at different price points. So choose apart, and that was back. That was back when the Bitcoin mining was was really taking off. Um, so it was actually really. It's very challenging uh, to keep the content updated and fresh because uh, all the computer parts would go out of stock and the price the price would fluctuate so uh, much in a short period of time that it was <laughs> when most of the articles were centered around a certain price point five hundred thousand dollars fifteen hundred dollars etc. Um, the you know the the price of the computer parts the build of the construction would change from 
$1,500 at the time, and then it would jump up to $1,800 or something like that, which obviously uh, didn't jive with the the proper amount. And so you have to reconfigure that. And it was, it was a, it was a lot of work and effort. Um, and so end up selling that, um, when realizing <laughs> ironically, you know, got away from uh, my other job because it was so much work and, and, uh, effort to try and keeping things up, et cetera. And then go to this gaming website where it was ironically the same thing. It was, it was fine until the, uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin mining really hit. And then, then it was <laughs> parts were out of, out of stock and overpriced. And it was, it was a wild time. So was uh, it for sure? Was it predominantly like a blog or a video too? It was, it was mostly blog and it was all blog. It was not, uh, it was not talking about um, specifically uh, piecing things together on video or anything like that. We, stayed away from that too. We, we don't have that many computers here to try and piece everything together. You know, we weren't that established on like Linus tech tips, uh, if you know that group, et cetera, like they, they've been doing it for quite some time. They get sent all these parts and do all these things. So they are a lot more established. It's, it was costly if you, if you try and buy all these parts and put together videos, et cetera. So just oh. stuck to the, stuck to the blogs, but that was, that's how I sort of got started in the content world. And, um, transition to a couple other websites um and environmental website on one and uh dog website uh, a little bit of an e-commerce as well tried that well the pixel true is technically e-commerce as well um of course since it does sell something online um but uh physical products is more what i'm talking about uh e-commerce so was it like a drop shipping a lot of stuff yeah i did some drop shipping exactly yeah everyone a lot of people try that too. So, hey, it had some success, um, but uh, it, it's also just trying to find something that that sort of fits with my overall personality and profile, something where you don't necessarily have to, if you have a right team, um, you don't have to be in the business all the time. Um, and so that's sort of what, what I've, I've built towards with the, with the design company now. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Then what was the that that point you realized? Oh, I should open the the design site. Was it like all your friends kept asking asking you to like do designs for them? Well, actually, um, it the the business or the website itself uh, came up for sale. Um, so I didn't actually start the the website, um, but uh, with after purchasing it, decided you know have, have really worked towards. Uh, improving our service offerings, uh, the the types of offers that we do, um, our customer service, and a whole bunch of things. So we had uh, had a lot of positives, but did not start it myself. Uh, someone else did, and, and I sort of took over the reins and and went from there. It's very smart to do it that way. You don't have to worry about the foundations. You're just coming in on a pre-built foundation. Yeah, the positives and, and negatives to both. Obviously, you pay for that. Um, Heavily flexibility, front, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's uh, it's a lot of sweat equity uh, that another person has put in and, and has now um, earned something as a result of that. So, you know, it's it's if if you have the time and uh, the know how and the savvy and the moxie, et cetera, to do it yourself, then it's it's more profitable to to start from nothing um, and less risky, other than your time, of course. Um, if uh, by buying a business, if something happens to to fall off, you know, the traffic starts to disappear, your clients start to leave or something like that, then, then you've bought something that, that, uh, you know, doesn't, 
doesn't earn yeah. any more money or anything like that. So that's that can be a problem too. So the risks of everything, you just have to make sure you're you're doing the right thing. And so far, so good for us. So what was that journey that you went on? That uh, like you said, you did the hard working with the bank company, then your gamer one. When did you realize you wanted the work life balance, and how did you achieve it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, by nature, I've always been quite frugal. Um, and so I, I sort of came to the conclusion that there are three different main reasons why people end up working. Okay. Uh, the, the first reason is that people work to survive, right? So the Maslow's hierarchy of needs type thing, like obviously you need to have enough money to be able to buy food, to have a place to stay, clothes, you know, just basic needs type stuff. Um, Hopefully within North America, there aren't as many people in that zone. Um, and, and most people are in the second phase um, where I see where most people are working to retire. <laughs> they want to they want to stop working. They want to have enough money to be able to survive and meet those sort of basic needs or whatever it is, meet their lifestyle requirements. Um, but they don't want to work anymore. Right. That's largely most individuals. Right. They are. If, if given a lottery ticket where they won umpteen million dollars, uh, then most people would quit their jobs and, and not do anything, right? Um, that's the, those are the people that I'm talking about in that group too. Um, and then there's a group three where there are people that don't necessarily uh, need to work, um, but work because they very much enjoy it. Um, and back when when i was working before i didn't feel that i actually met any of those um levels i because i'm i'm frugal by nature we we had enough savings that we could live quite reasonably um without having any income uh coming in etc just because of our savings and the the spending that we have etc so I didn't fit in group two. I didn't fit in group one and I didn't fully enjoy what I was doing. So I didn't fit in group three. So where did that leave me? Um, I had to go and try and find something in group three. Uh, so that was, that was the reason why I left and tried to, to go on into something else. I've always been interested in, in computers and uh, the online world websites, et cetera. Um, and uh, so jumped into that and then because i have finance sort of business acumen etc the the online world of buying businesses is isn't a potentially lucrative or attractive place to invest i mean again google and and uh there, there's, there are always risks with buying any business especially an internet-based business too um but uh it, it's always interested me. So the, the buying the design company um, is it, certainly more of an established one, but it's, it's something that had a staff already had, um, you know, a fairly good base that I could build off of and use a lot of my expertise, uh, not necessarily in the design world, but um, more in the business management side of things, the growing of the business, um, client relationships, uh, sales, even to a degree, all of those things I, I felt I could contribute to. And, and, uh, we've done some good work so far. So happy with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was some of the, I guess the trials and tribulations 
when acquiring the the new business that you weren't expecting when purchased. Yeah, I ran out of words when you purchased the business. Trials and anytime you you step into someone else's business or house or car or whatever it is, everyone has their own way of doing things, right? Some people will drive a certain way. Some people will make their food a certain way, eat a certain way, run their business a certain way, et cetera. Um, and so it's, it's always a bit of a, call it a challenge to understand the landscape of how things are operating as it stands. Um, and to fight uh, and, and avoid making changes rapidly and, and right when you first come in, because uh, coming from, you know, stepping into a new business where there are staff and, and other things involved, they don't know who you are. They don't know how you operate, et cetera. And so the best way to build a rapport and a relationship with these individuals um, because some of them might be a little concerned. What is this this person's trying to do? Um, are they going to like me, let me go, promote me? All these different questions going on. And so uh, I find the best way is to just make sure that the, the ship is is continuing as is. Um, so you're not really rocking or shifting anything, adjusting things too much. Uh, it's just letting letting almost a status quo for a few months while you understand why things are done the way they are. Um, if there are maybe some opportunities to change things, but not make them yet, just sort of build the rapport, et cetera, et cetera. So that that's always a bit of a challenge is, is fighting that. I think a lot of people's, if, if they do step into something and they maybe see something that isn't the way that they would do it, um, you, you want to jump in and fix it right away. Hey, we're not doing this anymore. We're doing this. You're maybe you're you're shifted over here and and make big changes. And and so that's the was the biggest challenge initially for sure. Um, is is trying to to fight that and, and know that you can make changes, but don't don't want to make them too quick. Um, so that was that was a big one. And then later on, um, I mean, it's always a challenge looking for customers. You, you naturally want to be growing the business as much as possible. Um, right now, over the past uh, however many months, you know, the the global economy has slowed down. Um, so there's a, maybe a bit of a recession or whatever. There, there's definitely the word recession uh, is being talked uh, about quite often, et cetera. So that is is always a, a bit of a concern when you're writing a service-based business is, you know, are our are, are clients going to be suffering as well? And so they have to make some cuts um, for things. You know, that's always a, a bit of a concern too. So we've had we've had maybe a few clients uh, drop off and slow things down, but you know, that's sort of the nature of the business. So there, there's always that as well is just constantly trying to, to find new, new ways to um, get in front of people, um, reach out to them, connect and gain new customers too. So that's, that's, I mean, for every business, yeah. if anyone's a business owner listening to this, you know, podcasting, everything, right. Is how can we get out in front of more eyeballs? Um, how can we, uh, do better every day. So, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's the biggest one, especially with how everything is shifting. Uh, you may have thought you had a, a consistent client, but due to a shift in the market or a trend, suddenly the client's gone. And you're like, but what did I do wrong? 
kind of thing. Yeah. And sometimes you didn't do anything wrong. It's just, you know, unfortunately cuts have to be made. Uh, big companies, small companies lay off staff a lot of times. And when you're a service-based company that, I mean, we don't have any uh, commitments. Uh, you can go month by month, right? Like any sort of software or anything else. And so when you do provide that flexibility, then it's also easy to cut ties as well. Um, so uh, that's a, that's always a concern, but it's the, the life that we live as a business. Yeah, especially in this fast-paced TikTok world where shit <laughs> moves quick. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. TikTok's an interesting, interesting world, isn't it? It's uh, it is very, it, very fast. <laughs> there was one time I like I stopped using it a while ago. Like I know I should use it for marketing, but it's the how the algorithm algorithm tickles my brain. I just don't like it. Um, but in five minutes watching, so maybe like five, eight clips, it went from one trend to immediately a new one was starting. By the 10th one, this this one's already dead and this one started. I'm like, right. whoa, that was so fast. Yes. Yeah, you uh, you have to be on it for sure. You have to use it. It's, it's fascinating the different platforms just, you know, from our capacity as well. We have... Uh, over the past few months, really made more of a, a push to get into uh, putting our brand out on social media, et cetera. So we use TikTok and we use uh, YouTube uh, shorts is, are the, the main two that we use um, just because it, our line of work is more visual. So the video platform does make sense. Um, Instagram, maybe a little bit, but the reels uh, haven't been as effective for us. Um, but it, wildly different platforms between uh, concepts of YouTube shorts versus TikTok. And, and when one thing does reasonably well on TikTok, it doesn't necessarily translate over to YouTube. And it's just different audiences with different opinions. And uh, it, it's, it's very interesting. TikTok is, um, I feel like the more controversial, uh, the more way... Uh, like it's like any publicity is good publicity. If if you've heard that before, that's sort of yeah. I think the same thing with with TikTok. Is my experience is that as long as you're you're polarizing or making some type of opinion, um, then that that gets the algorithm going. Uh, it's it's interesting. It is. Um, I went on a, a trip in Italy, and my sister uh, had her TikTok still on her phone, and she even mentioned she's like, "Wow, in New York the TikTok's different because we landed there for a minute." She's like, but in Italy, it's even way more different. Yes, they are very location specific, uh, for sure. It's, and that's one thing that we realize as well because our, our staff is global, and uh, and so different people posting on our channel um, on TikTok for us, they they would post from different countries, and and the results or the the views would be wildly different. We're trying to understand why, and we realized that was the case. And so it, it actually, it actually depends on where you upload the video as well, um, which is fascinating. Um, Absolutely how, fascinating. How it changes things. So we we now use a VPN and just make sure it's always from the same location every time we upload. It's uh, the things you learn over time, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it was when I was doing that vacation, I took a GoPro video of me like jumping off a cliff. 
And I, so I uploaded on YouTube short. That's where I was like chuckling in my head. That thing went like viral. It got like 10,000 views, like almost under an hour. And I was like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, what the hell kind of thing? Yeah. And then, um, but I put on my, like, Oh, I'll upload it to TikTok kind of thing. Flop dead in the water. Didn't even right. get like 50 views. Yes. And I, was like, I think, yeah. What, what's happened here? What's, uh, what's the, I know it depends on the market. YouTube. Yeah, it, it's we can talk for hours on, on things, but that's been my my experience of of it is that YouTube was it's just entirely different. As I said, like one video, you think, oh, well, this is done well on this, and for sure it will be as a like how how different can the people be um, from one to the next? It's the same concept, shorts versus TikTok. It's it's got to be the same, right? Right. Not no. so. Nope, not at all. So, uh, yeah, it's. It's an interesting world for sure. And just trying to navigate the the branding aspect and trying to trying to keep the algorithm happy, but also being able to promote uh, our brand as well. Like, you know, you put content out, you want to to see something from it too. Um, not just a uh, pat on the back that, yeah, you got some views out of it. <laughs> yeah, you got two views and it's probably yeah. you F5ing the page. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Is it up? Are you sure? Yeah. Um. I know we got that hard stop coming up here soon. So I wanted to um, uh, just take it away. Is there anything in specific I might've missed that you want to cover? I no, would well, say you got like five minutes though. Well, I, I can, I can talk. I mean, yeah, anything we, we, gotta, talk. we definitely got to reschedule one. Uh, that's right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, look forward. I mean, what, what is it your audience is, is largely looking for? Because I, I'm happy to, you know, are they are they business owners themselves? Uh, yeah, the, the business owners um, probably overworking themselves, listening to one too many podcasts or TikToks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does not have a work life balance. Yeah, yeah. The work life balance is always challenging when you're a business owner and trying to trying to get going on things. I it's it's always a challenge when it is your own business um, and any extra time that you put into the business, you should see something from it. So it's, it's difficult to pull yourself away uh, entirely. And then equally say, if, if there are some stresses too, how do you, how do you decouple that um, work stress or, or stress in general um, potentially and, and not bring that home to your loved ones and, and family members, if you have them, et cetera. Um, It's, it's always a challenge. Uh, I, I recognize that it's no expert on my end as well, necessarily, but just taking a moment, I think, and uh, at least for me, if there are times where I may be a, a little stressed or whatever it is, is I find like, frankly, just, I guess I, <laughs> to use the word, it's sort of like a hot word, I suppose, acknowledging uh, your stress or whatever it is and just saying like, okay, yeah, this is, this is what it is. Is there something that I can do about right now uh, on this? Or is, am I just stressing about it? And if there's nothing you can do it right then and there, then there's not much, you know, there's, there's not any point in continuing to stress about it in that time. But let's, let's stress on work on actions that, that we can do after the fact. And, and if you're with your, I mean, I've got a family, two kids and, and wife, et cetera. And if you're there with your two kids and your, your 
mind is somewhere else, then yeah, you may as well not be there or uh, you may as well just focus on them and, and have their time because they don't, they don't want or care too much about your, your stress. I mean, I think ultimately your family members probably do, but um, they have their own things going on, et cetera. And so just enjoying uh, the time and realizing that it's, it's not, not necessarily their pressure as well. And just trying to enjoy uh, time with them at that time and then focus on things that you can actionably take uh, after the fact too. So that's, uh, from a work-life balance, that's a, a very important part is almost to compartmentalize uh, your, you know, you park your stress for the time being, live in the moment, and then go back to something and and and, and try to actually take action instead of just stressing and not doing anything at all um, and focusing more on the stress side of things. But I, I find that stress or, or whatever the thought of work-life balance. If you're always thinking about work, if you're always thinking about this one thing, then it will detract and pull away from your other, uh, your loved ones or your life uh, outside of work, which is, uh, can be a challenge after a bit of time, right? If you're, you want to have healthy relationships, you want to have a life outside of work eventually. I mean, that's going back to my like three phases, right? Um, you you want to be able to enjoy what you're doing too. Uh, and so if you're always thinking about it and, and uh, not spending time and enjoying with friends and everything else, then what's, what's almost the point of, of why you're working to begin with. So. Absolutely. Um, like for me, it, uh, I do martial arts on the side. I'll talk okay. about like the 15 other things that I already do. Yeah. Um, and then the biggest one I've told my instructor, I said, I, you thank you for doing what you do. Cause you, he, he said it very bluntly. He's like, when you come through, because he has a cool like Japanese keyhole entrance. Okay. He said, when you come through that keyhole, all your shit is left outside that keyhole. Right. You, when you're here, it's here. And then when you leave, you can pick it up. But usually when you leave, half of them are gone because you didn't attend to them. Right. And I've told them like that, that like mindset of like, if I establish, if I walk through this room, all my problems are outside that door until I reopen it kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a great way. It's just, it- another way of saying what I was getting at. It's a a shorter version of it, but yeah, if you can work on exactly parking it, some physical barrier where you just imagine leaving something behind and work on the, the, the present or whatever is in front of you, uh, enjoying those moments, savoring your food, enjoying what it is you're eating rather than, you just know, wolfing it down as quick as you can. Well, that's, there's so many small things that we can do and, I mean, when we talk on podcasts, it sounds like we're all experts and we're doing it all the time. I'm, I'm, I don't do it all the time, Um, but it is a reminder that I try and even doing these discussions, et cetera, that you realize like, yeah, you can enjoy meals a little bit more, not thinking, uh, not thinking about whatever else it is while you're eating. Um, You can really enjoy the banana that you're having and really focused on that. And and there's so many things you can just uh, be more aware of uh, i think and it's an exercise like martial arts like a, a job like whatever it is it all is practice and uh everything with balance uh, it's it's important extremely important yeah uh, i want to say our, our hard stops coming up here i don't want to bump into anything else for you well thank uh, you so where can everyone contact you at uh well certainly 
we do have the company has social media presence, et cetera. I personally don't do a whole bunch of social media. We focus more on the, the business side of things. So um, if anyone has reached out to me specifically, I'm happy to, my email is just Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M at pixeltrue.com. Um, but uh, we have a, a contact us page on our website as well, uh, pixeltrue.com. And uh, if there's anyone out there that's interested in actually looking at trying to help on, uh, need some help with the design work, et cetera, then obviously uh, happy to help in that regard. Um, we uh, we know a thing or two about design. So oh, yes, they happy do. to help there. All right. Absolute honor and pleasure to have you. We definitely need to come on again. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Josh. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Well, congratulations. You made it to the end. You're an awesome person. Not many make it here. So being the awesome person that you are, can you do me one more awesome favor? Can you rate and review this on whatever podcast uh, services you're using? Um, app, if you do it on Apple uh, and you leave an actual written review, um, I have a thing on my website. I will take your written review and post it for all to see. Congratulations. You're permanently sealed on my site. Otherwise, um, I am trying to do YouTube more and live streaming. Um, I will try to put as many of the YouTube links in the description of the show as I can. So give your boy uh, some extra help over on um, YouTube. Watch my videos. And we, I just mute it and change the channel, <laughs> change the, the window or something. But yeah, um, that's it. Thank you for being awesome and see you next time.